Would you call yourself a socialist? Uh, no. You've never told a lie in politics? No, no. See, somebody sent me a video action last Friday and it had you talking at the socialist youth. Oh, right, yes, yes, yes. And, and you mentioned the word comrade uh, about four times in a minute. What was that about? It was a rally and I would have been about 25 years old. Comrade, 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 comrade. Good afternoon, it's February the 3rd. Um, I haven't been on YouTube for the last week and candidly, it's been bliss. Uh, I'm back and I'm going to be talking about two subjects, both of which are scorchers, uh, and I'm not talking about the weather. So um, Maori awards are up in discussion again and straight up, I'm just going to call it out like I see it racist okay maori seats specifically based on race alone is racist okay no other way to put it as a matter of fact i'm sort of tired of maori privilege yeah for real i said that between having maori focused schools maori only education maori only housing projects maori only health initiatives maori only welfare initiatives prisoner programs positions in government consultation rights under the Resource Management Act, co-management of parks, rivers, lakes, and coastline, uh, especially Maori authority tax rate of 17.5%, a special Maori-only exemption to allow blood relatives to qualify for charitable status, Maori-only language funding, Maori-only radio and television, Maori-only seats at local council, appointments onto local government committees, Maori-only local government statutory boards, Maori-only local government advisory committees, and also Maori seats in parliament. Yeah. So look, honestly, it you don't need those seats. If you want to have more representation, you just got to put it in the mahi and the time uh, to get your message out there. And I know plenty of amazing people uh, who identify as Maori who are all over this and they're dominating and they're kicking ass. And these people are the future leaders of our country. This is exactly what we want. We want people to stand up on their own merit, on their own strength, uh, under their own conviction and determination to get their message out there, just like every other person born into this country by a race they didn't get to choose. So we live here, and I I demand that we live as one people under the law. That's it. Uh, if you think I'm racist for saying this, please rewind this video and listen to what I just said to you, and tell me what's so racist about what I just said. Pakia people make up 70% of the population of New Zealand, whereas Maori make up 15%. And when it comes to special attention, the vast majority of us don't get anything like our native brothers and sisters. And yet the people who are trying to fight so hard to continue to claw more and more control uh, uh, into Maori hands are actually bad people. They're actually using Maori against Maori. I've said this all along that if, if Maori were really so pissed off um, at white people um, about colonialism and the devastating effects it had on them, man, wait till communism gets bored of Maori and gets, uh, no longer has a use for them and then discards them on the scrap heap of history, just like every other indigenous minority ethnic group that communism ever got its clutches into. Seriously, I don't. I stand with people who are moral people, who want freedom for all people around us, and who respect everyone's lawful rights around them. I'm not, I, for the life of me, cannot 
um, spend time focusing on on movements of people that appear to becoming more and more separatist movements by their actions. You know, I myself uh, I've seen um, now I've I've personally witnessed and helped partly to expose branches of the Hifakaputanga um, sovereignty movement being basically hijacked. I mean, hell, Billy TK can't even go on to Waitangi uh, this coming Waitangi Day because uh, of people, basically people told him you're not welcome for trying to basically hijack Hifakaputanga. And Michael Stace, his former party secretary and this purple thumb movement over there in Australia, uh, clearly with help of foreign people, I mean, because, sorry, none of this seems organic or natural or real. It seems very orchestrated. It is literally division. This is critical race theory. This is divide and conquer. Uh, I stand with all of my brothers and sisters, whatever color or race you want to identify as. But we all must exist here under our own steam, under our own volition, our own desire to have a better society, to have a, a more free land than we currently do. And I don't think it's a wise idea to look backward at history and look at Hifakaputanga as some sort of light in the dark that's going to save us. Um, I, au contraire, I actually think that trying to go back and resurrect uh, and resuscitate that old document with its connections to colonialism and its connections to um, people who have literally enslaved us for generations, I think it's better we don't. I mean, I think we should just look forward and not look back. I think he fuck a putanga is a personally, I think it's a waste of time. I think that we should all link arms together and come together as people representing ourselves as individuals and our thoughts and our feelings and come together and let's ratify a new New Zealand, man. Let's actually have a new New Zealand that's, you know, carved out for us, by us. No longer these hand-me-downs of uh, document injustice that doesn't work for anyone. Uh, and if it does, it works for a very small few people <clears throat> who benefit from all that power. We've been down this road before. This is what happens when you put the power in too few hands, um, all because of your skin color. Sorry, but that's apartheid, and uh, apartheid has an appalling record in the world, as does communism, and uh, I sadly think that the deep state, the cabal, the people who um, fiddle with our planet and our societies through central banking and non-governmental organizations like the United Nations, Council on Foreign Relations, Club of Rome, all these people work and spend our tax dollars against us carving out uh, marketing strategies, communication strategies to tell you and I that we must continue to do things that don't make sense. If you look at what everyone on this planet needs and what's equitable and what's not, this idea of Maori wards in New Zealand is not equitable. It's more division. It's, uh, it's designed to be chaotic. Nothing about the deep state is meant to be calm and stable. They, their whole ethos is order out of chaos. So it's no surprise to you that when we see your announcements from you know this government that they're going to get rid of natural gas in New Zealand, can you imagine how many people are going to be impacted by the cost of this stupid decision?
because you would think about the economic write-off that every single business that uses natural gas in its environment, whether it's to heat anything, just natural gas, all suddenly, all of these are going to have to go away. Cafes, restaurants, hotels, clubs, pubs, everything you can th- – even houses, everywhere you can think of that has gas fitted will now have to throw out that hardware. And that hardware in its value goes out with it because it's no longer needed. So therefore it becomes worthless. What a massive write-off that is. Who's paying for that? Oh, we are because this is what it is. It's a tax. This is a climate tax. This is what these Marxist communist weird people do. They just use, they use race against each other. They use climate fear against us. They use gender issues against us. It's never ending. They're just a bunch of negative Nancys. They're just a bunch of fear-mongering wankers who just decide that, uh, you know what, if we, if we keep poking at humanity long enough and agitate them long enough, we'll keep them in that fight-or-flight mode where their critical thinking and, uh, and reasoning and rational thought uh, are chucked to the wayside because that's exactly all they're doing. This is just psychological information warfare. Don't get sucked into it. Uh, I'm not. I promise that I love all New Zealanders. Every single beating soul in this goddamn country uh, deserves a shot at freedom, deserves a shot at a real life not constrained by interest, inflation, taxes, uh, and regulation that really honestly sucks the life out of us. When you distill it all down, it comes down to your energy, your hopes, your dreams, your time, your love. And if we spend it just trying to keep our heads above water in this constantly chaotic, never-ending debt cycle known as you know, the modern communist theory, we're all going to die in this, and our kids are going to die in this, and especially as we go into a solar minimum. Have you heard of what a solar minimum is? It's uh, the sun goes through cycles, and it's going to go through a down cycle where it's not producing as much output as normal. And um, we're going into it in about five years, apparently. Well, when you have a solar minimum, you're going to need heating sources. And you're going to need heating sources that, well, frankly, aren't, aren't tied to electricity or just one source because you need multiple heating sources to reduce risk. And if you had everyone on electricity, do you honestly think the New Zealand's infrastructure is going to hold up? I mean, honestly, do you think that the the corrupt um, energy producers, the power producers, the power generators, the corrupt ones in the South Island who mess with our pricing by uh, holding or flo- or letting out floods of water from from these reservoirs, from these lakes, from these catchment lakes that generate our power. If we're going we're gonna to funnel everyone towards electric cars, we're going to funnel everyone towards electric heating and electric cooking, where's the nuclear power plant? Because there's no way on earth New Zealand's infrastructure is going to be able to cope with this. Not a chance. I mean that. Are they trying to kill us? Are they trying to kill the economy by making all businesses have to swap out their hardware and take on a ineffective um, heating service or cooking um, application that or appliance that doesn't do the job as well as gas. This is what communists, uh, Marxists, socialists do. They overregulate every industry. They overregulate schools. They 
change what your kids learn at school and they teach them about colonialism and they teach them about gender fluidity and they teach them about sex education when they're still in single digits and they take away gas when you need it in the middle of winter and tell you to use electricity and then they crash their own system because they're stupid. You know, it, these are the same people who took guns away from lawful law-abiding citizens who hunt uh, for a living, um, and yet they didn't take it away from gangs. And gangs in New Zealand are out of control. They're getting there. I mean, they're doing the most brazen shit these days. They don't even care. And the New Zealand police are honestly powerless to stop them. I mean, the Waikaria prison um, fires were a shining example of just how soy boy and wimpy New Zealand has become. We have become a bunch of limp dicks. I don't care if you don't like my language. I'm just going to be straight up and say it. We have let communists, we've let academics, we've let all these people come in and screw up what's up, what's down, what's left, and what's right. Man, I remember a time where we used to all laugh with each other. I came here as a kid in 1989. I went to primary school here. I went to Mungafo Primary School in Auckland. Uh, I went on to Auckland Intermediate. I then went to Mount Albert Boys Grammar. It was that long ago that there was actually still just a boys-only school. I was a mags boy. And then I went to Western Springs College. So I grew up in this country, man. I, I know what I'm looking at. We used to be a happier people. What are we now? We're a bunch of infighting holes who, who honestly, we kind of all want the same things, but we become so programmed by race and siloed by race that it's hard for people to break out from that because they think if they try and break away from their race that it's somehow betraying their race, and it's not. You can be as proud of, of your heritage as you possibly like, but do not make your, your race uh, an issue for other people. I don't try and make my race a problem for you. I didn't get a choice in being born white. It just happened. I kind of came into the world and I was like, oh man, I'm white. Like I didn't, it wasn't like, wasn't on the menu. I didn't get to choose what I was doing. So I don't see why it should, that should be any part of our future modus operandi that we need to talk about and consider race when it comes to representation. How come representation has to be about race? How come representation can't be about thoughts, ideas, uh, beliefs, uh, actions, um, morality, things that everyone, everyone can partake in? See, I can't partake in being black. I can't partake in being Chinese, but I can partake in listening and being part of the discussion. But the discussions have to rely on morality. They have to rely on ethics and they have to rely on accountability and responsibility. Stuff that we all have to wake up and do every day as individuals, man. We Every day, we all get a choice to make a decision about do we want to make it a productive day and move my life forward to improve the outcomes of my life? Or do I want to go backwards and regress and, and, and be a burden on other people? Every day we have that decision to make, and uh, that's the only thing that we should really remember in all this. It's not my skin color. It's not where I live. It's really our morality. Are we good people? Are we good to the people around us? Are we kind to animals? Do we genuinely um, lead with truth, ethics, accountability, and love? Man, simple stuff. 
this government is going to smile at us. That wonky donkey, Jacinda Ardern, is going to keep smiling at us and protecting us, throwing money after stupid things. Like right now, they're going to make they're going to make uh, the healthcare system look appear as if it's completely broken. They're going to throw endless amounts of money at it, and it's all going to get siphoned away. This is how corruption works, and they're going to do it for the media again. They're going to do it for the tourism industry, and it's all because of this this locked the, the the current circumstances of closed borders. Jacinda Ardern herself has said that New Zealand's borders will open again when its citizens are vaccinated and safe. That scares the shit out of me. Okay, I don't want to be vaccinated. So what's what happens on a long enough timeline when I say I don't want to be vaccinated? What happens to me? See, I ask the same question of you. And I don't even care what your race is. What happens to people, regardless of our race, if we choose not to take that vaccine? Where do they take us? Where do they try to take us? Where do they limit us from? Stop fighting with me. Stop fighting with other people because of race. Start recognizing that there's no point in looking back at what was or what could have been. It's about fighting now to get where we need to go because it's better to get there together than apart. So that's all I want to say about that. I'm going to get back to work. I'm busy as hell. It's nice to be back on YouTube. Good to see you, people. Um, and if you can, please give this video a thumbs up. I don't ask for it very often, but um, this whole race relations shit is driving me nuts. I just want people to stop it and look at who the real enemy is. Communism. <laughs> <laughs>